What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sons of Legends. It's your boy Art Dog here with your homeboy MJ Gunner. Oh, it's Art Dog and his best friend, and we're back at it again. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, I'm not gonna spend time telling you how whack you are. Here we go. But I Look did. here, Artie, the one man party. Don't start with me. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, uh, sorry we missed you guys last week, but uh, you yeah. know, it Disney was... Plus app, uh, app, uh, it, it dropped last week, man. Disney Plus it dropped had to be last explored. week. Uh, I worked overtime last week. Shit uh, was just haywire. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And we had to keep the house in check, and that's why we wasn't there. But we're back at it, and we got a whole lot of stuff to get to. First off, I want to jump to last week because I was so excited about the OC touching down an NXT. Now, that is unreal, though, because if you remember, all three of them, Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson, none of them went through NXT. Like, they're three of the biggest names in the world signs to WWE yeah they were that didn't go through NXT you know that's unreal and you got the United States champion and the best tag team in the world touching down in NXT and they beat up the Undisputed Era beat up the Undisputed Era before the show even started like the Undisputed Era was running red shot on everybody and they took them out first thing I'm just hey now that was unreal that was unreal um that was dope to me and then they came down there and got a win. And, I mean, the the Survivor Series shit is looking so, so apt right now. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're a bunch of loyalists down there in NXT. Did you catch the go back to Raw chance? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was, I was surprised by that. You know, I did not expect that. Yeah, that was crazy. Like, this is our turf and y'all don't belong here. Don't belong. <laughs> Tommaso Ciampa came out. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Riddle came out. Uh Keith Lee came out. And they got, uh, they, it, on. They got it on. Uh, Finn Balor fucking attacks Matt Riddle, no, takes I... him out. And then the moment between Finn Balor and the OC, like the bullet club, like he points the guns at him. They throw up the two sweet. Ooh. I don't care if he has to go back to Raw. It will be worth it if he got in line with that group. Like that would be every single member of the original bullet club. On the sign to the WWE, signed to the WWE, all in one group like that'd be insane. That'd be insane. A, it's hey, that's bringing Japan to America for show. Like, like they, sh- they already brought Ring of Honor to us. Mm-hmm. They bringing Japan to us, and they hooking it up like Japan had it, but. Who knows what's going to happen with that? Because like, I don't care if he has to go back to Raw. That should definitely happen. Hey. I haven't been a fan of Ben Failure in a while. <laughs> in a good little while. Every single time. But he's I think he's killing it as and a, a I don't think that right the now. I don't think that the WWE universe really understands that Finn Balor spent most of his career as a villain. Yeah, he did. He, he only started this smiley, happy-go-lucky shit in WWE, and that's probably why I hated it so much. Mm-hmm. But when I when we known him as Prince Divot, mm-hmm. he was Always cursing somebody out, always pointing the guns at them. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, is Prince back or what? Well, I, have, I for one hope so. You know, I think I think it'd be good for him to lose a smile and you know just get a little bit I more edgy with him. Love you know, that. Get a little if, rough. If he does it, 
I'm going to stop calling him Ben Fetty. <laughs> like, his promo that uh, he cut down there, it was pretty slick, you know? It was like, pretty solid. I built this place. I mean, I, I'm not, not saying that he has everything, because, you know, I still don't really like him that much on the mic. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, his actions speak way louder than words. Taking out Johnny Gargano, he's out for Survivor Series. I mean, for a TakeOver weekend. That sucks. You know what I'm saying? He comes out, he attacks the shit out of Matt Riddle every chance he gets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then he cuts this awesome promo for NXT saying that he's back and he's back to his ways. And then he takes a jab at Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. He's like, I got to lay down for the hottest thing because he puts a mask on. Right, I'll take mask my mask off. Right. And now I'm the hottest thing. Absolutely. I like that. I Absolutely. like that. Keep doing what you're doing, Ben. Stop calling <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing and you're going back to Finn, Ben. But anyway, you know, another thing that happened last week on NXT, poor Dakota Kai didn't get picked for Team Ripley. And then, you know, they all saw her be all upset about it. And people are trying to automatically jump to a heel turn. No, 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 no. 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 I, I would not be looking forward to that. And in actuality, Dakota Kai as a heel probably would be cool. But it takes time to transition into that. Yeah. I, I think, think she's fine the way she is. No, I think it's way more than just leaving her off of a team. You know what I'm saying? It's a buildup. She has taken the pinfall in every tag match that she's been in with team fly kicks and everywhere else. Unfortunately, you're right. I noticed she got pinned on SmackDown It's going to take a buildup, and she's going to get sick of this shit. And I'm telling you, when she does flip, you're going to be with it. I know you love her because she's adorable. You know what I, I mean? She's a likable face, you she know? She is. She and is very likable. There's not a lot of likable faces today and, that you would rather see his face as a heel, and I think she's one of them. And, and like I said, like it takes time. She's going to get sick of this shit. She's going to get sick of being pinned all the time. She's going to get sick of being left out. She's going to get sick of being looked at as the weak link. Mm-hmm. And she's going to turn. And, I mean, what I would do is put her in a leather jacket, a halter top, some jeans, some boots, and make her look like a badass. She'll turn her hair dark. She's already got the look for it. She does look like a badass, but she's playing adorable. You know what I'm saying? Thumbs up and all that shit. But the nose ring, you know, throw her in a leather jacket, you know, give her a little badass look. And she, she could. I think she could pull it off. Yeah, you know everybody had something to say about Becky turning, you know. But eventually they get sick and tired of it. But though. but the thing is, you don't have to be a heel to turn. You yeah. can change and right. not be a heel. Becky you know, just changed. A more edgy. Yeah, Becky changed and didn't turn into a heel. Becky was supposed to be a heel, no, but they wouldn't let her. No, she wasn't. No, we wouldn't let her. That's the thing. Like she was ready to go heel. Like, fuck you guys. And they were all like, oh, you think you get rid of us that easy? Nope, we're no, right there by your side. I don't think it's, I don't think it's it a preference of being here. She tried to go heel. Because really, like, to me, a, a for real heel is Baron Corbin. They boo that man out of the building across the street. He knows <laughs> how to get under your skin for some reason. It doesn't, like, he knows he's annoying. <laughs> and he uses that to his advantage. To his, yeah, that's that's a real heel. Like, you boo him in real life. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, 
I came from a football background. <laughs> and look what I did in under a year in your stupid business. I didn't have to wrestle the injury. I didn't have to. Yeah, you know, you bore yeah. them in real life. So, like, oh, man, why you got to do that? She doesn't for? have to be a heel. She just has to you stand her ground. Edge it up a little, yeah. edge it up no, a little bit more. No, just stand her ground. Just get tired of this shit. Get tired of being looked at as the weak link. You know what I'm saying? To start taking that aggression out. Yeah, because I don't think she's a weak link, Art. Yeah, she's not. I don't think she is either. In actuality, she's I'm one ho- of the best. She's one of the better wrestlers. I'm holding out hope that she's gonna captain uh, Team NXT though for this uh, five on five women's match. You know, well, I don't think it, it depends on the fallout from War Games, in my opinion, because I mean, NXT has been working overtime in the past two weeks. They gotta let us know who's gonna be in the match, though. War Games is Saturday night; it's Survivor Series is Sunday night. They're not gonna yeah. tell us who's who's in the match until until after War Games. It seems like it. Now, I think NXT will uh, eventually give us who's gonna be in their matches. Well, it's it's. Definitely seeming like it depends on the fallout from war games because if they had, because the people that have been getting attacked as far as the women goes have been the same women that are in the war games match. Yeah. Shayna Baszler's team, which is Bianca Belair, uh, Io Shirai, Shayna Baszler, and now we have the UK women's champion, uh, Kaylee Ray. Right. And. They have on Team Rhea, they have Rhea Ripley, Tegan Knox, Mia Yim, and uh, Candice LeRae. Right. So, when SmackDown happened, at least last week, Shayna Baszler, Rhea Ripley, Tegan Knox showed up. Right. When SmackDown happened this week, Shayna Baszler, Rhea Ripley, Tegan Knox, Brung. Well, actually, Bianca Belair showed up the first week too. Right. Uh, but this week they brung Dakota Kai and Candice LeRae. Was Candice LeRae in that match? I believe the the four te- the team that they had was it was Rhea Ripley, Tegan Knox, Mia Yim, Mia Yim and, and Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai. Candice LeRae was <clears throat> not in that match. I'm trying to think if she was in the audience when they caught uh, Shayna trying to run away. Because uh, Shayna was in the ring. Right, I don't remember. And Shayna and um, Shayna and Bailey fought off. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sasha Banks' team consists of Sasha Banks, Nikki Cross, uh, Dana Brooke, and um, Char- uh, Car- Carmella. Carmella. We're missing one though. That's yeah, only Carmella. Four. No, that was four on four because uh, Shayna Baszler and and uh, Bailey fought oh. their way to the back. Right, right. I thought you were talking about the Survivor Series team. But when it comes to the Survivor Series team, they have choices, but they don't have choices of top players that aren't in Takeover. Dakota Kai is one of the only recognizable names I could think of, and I think it'd be really unfair. She was. I not mean, who else? Captain. Yeah, who else are you gonna get? You're gonna get Dakota Kai, Zia Lee. Like they're gonna use some of the women that were in, you know, Takeover. I just they hope could she use, gets the. I would hope spot. that they That's would. All. I would hope that they would take. So, who would be your ideal five-girl team that's not in Takeover? Because I have some people that I would think of. I would think they would take Dakota Kai. Mm-hmm. Tony Storm, 
because she's over in the UK because, you know, Walter came over. Mm. So why not use Tony Storm? She's a pretty big name. Yeah. You know what I mean? They could use um, Vanessa Bourne if she's off the injured list. Aaliyah is injured. Aaliyah is injured, and we're going to talk about that when we uh, get to the NXT things and the injuries and all the things that are happening. Um, I would take Vanessa Bourne. I would take Tynara Conti. Yeah. And then I would, that fifth spot, I would kind of leave kind of lingering because there's not a big enough recognizable name that I could think of that's not in TakeOver already. This would be the perfect uh, way to end, uh, to introduce Scarlett Birdo. That would be awesome. Yeah, because I, I recognize her because she was in uh, the segment for the women's uh, this week on NXT. When or they, they could use out. it as a comeback for somebody like Casey Catanzaro who's on the injured list. Yeah. They could use the uh, Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir if they want to. Yeah. You know, they have options that's not in TakeOver already. But I don't think that they would win the TakeOver match. Right now, SmackDown's looking like they got the bigger team or the better team. Because on Raw, they'll probably have, you know, Natty, Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans is on SmackDown. Oh, well, they'll have Natty. They'll have... um, who would they have? Unfortunately, they probably had to swoop up Charlotte Flair. You know, she's over there, and uh, maybe one or two, maybe one or both the iconics. Yeah. And I wouldn't know who else to pick. Shoot. But it's yeah, that's what I'm saying. So we haven't heard enough about the five on five traditional Survivor Series team. Yeah, to make, to make a decision, to, yeah, to make a logical decision. All I know is I'm Team SmackDown with these five on five. Only because Sasha Banks is leading. Well, yeah, I mean they have they pretty much given us who their team is going to be. So, five as far as the five on five goes. But um, on speaking of that thing, what do you think about what Corey Graves said on After the Bell when he was like, Survivor Series doesn't have like a high enough stakes. You know what I mean? The five on five or something should be on the line. I understand where he's coming from. You know, it would make things, you know, more interesting than they already are right now. Because, you know, brand supremacy is one thing. Yeah. But, you know, if they were playing for high stakes, that'd be a completely different. Like, you have to see who's going to win now. Yeah. Like, you know, right now it's fun. Yeah. If they were playing for higher, if they were playing for higher stakes, it wouldn't be so much fun. It'd be an actual legit competition. Because um, with War Games coming up, NXT is more, working double time. I mean, more uh, cutthroat competition. Yeah. NXT is working double time. They're working hard. You know right. what I'm saying? And I believe that they should win this thing because they deserve a reward for the help that they put in over the past couple weeks. I got Baszler winning this triple threat match. I That's def- my pick. I mean, it's a tough call, man. If Okay, if we're talking dominant women's champions in this match, it would be Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Like, she's been more dominant Becky, than Becky. But Becky, Shayna lost. Shayna's two-time. Becky's still holding that same belt from WrestleMania. Shayna was already champion for months by WrestleMania. Yeah, for the second time. Yeah, and she's held the second time for over a year now. 
Has it been over a year? Yeah, she won it wow. from, uh, from Kyrie Sanders Evolution back in October last year. Oh, man. She is, she has been dominant. I got Shanda Baszler. Like, uh, if we're going dominant champion, she's my pick. I don't know, man. After the events that occurred these past couple weeks, man, Bailey's looking strong. And we all know you wanted to say Bailey's looking strong, dude. I got Baszler. Flat Baszler. I don't know. I don't know. You know how much I love Shayna Baszler. I've been following Shayna Baszler's career since MMA. And, man, this is a tough call for me. Because these are two of my favorite girls in WWE right now. Yeah. I'm automatically crossing out Becky because you know how I, I mean I I love Becky and but you guys love her so much it annoys me. I think that eventually I think it's kind of cooling down now, you know, like she's starting to get to the point to where not everybody's huge, huge, huge on Becky Lynch. I'm I'm a fan of Becky Lynch's attitude. I'm a fan of Becky Lynch's uh, personas, all of them. I'm a fan of her promos. I'm not a fan of her in-ring work. I can understand that, Art. That's that's all. I mean, I think she can use some improvement in there, but other than that, I mean, I'm I like Becky. I just don't like her in-ring work and the fans that she has. Yeah, well, your problem's not with Becky then, artist, with the fan base. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Not going to lie to you. you I, know what I'm saying? I said it on this show a million times. You could go back and listen, and you'll hear me say it. It got annoying. That's what it was. You know? It's, you, you, people they like to play with the toys so much it freaking breaks. Now Becky Lynch is broken. Oh, let's talk about annoying. It uh, is. Jordan Miles, dog. Yeah. Jordan Miles. All right, first off, um, Jordan Miles did this little thing on uh, Twitter. Uh, he went to Twitter. He basically said he's quitting WWE. He doesn't want to be called ACH anymore. He doesn't want to be called yeah. Jordan Miles yeah, anymore. Yeah, I mean, Jordan, Ma- Jordan Miles anymore. That's his slave name. Call him ACH. And, you know, he uh, pretty much just went off on WWE. Uh, I don't know if we can play the audio uh, without, like, copyrights or whatever. Uh, so Maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we shouldn't. But uh, pretty much he said the things that he said. Basically, fuck them, I quit. Yeah, fuck them, the I quit. Now, okay, two problems that I have with this. Um, number one is, are you... Quitting over a t-shirt or the way that you're treated? I think it's the way that that he feels like he was treated. Okay, now the second problem I have with this is, bro, you signed a contract. He did. Yeah, there is no just, I quit. You signed a contract. Signing a contract is like signing your life away. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I hear a rumor that he was fired. Uh... Well, if he was fired, I'm pretty sure it's because of the things that he just did. Yeah, that's, that's what I hear. Because it all started with the T-shirt. Right. With basically saying that they looked at him as, as you know, well, the T-shirt was offensive. Doesn't represent him well. And it, it, it doesn't, you know. It doesn't. I understand it that. It was blackface. 
uh, the T-shirt had like big, big lips with his name written in white in the mouth, looking yeah, like the smile thing. Smile I thing. It. I mean, I guess that was supposed to be his persona, the best smile in the business. Yeah. But they could have did it a different way. Yeah. But, uh, so he goes on Twitter, says he quits, uh, and then uh, this week he goes live for a Q and A. And what I mean, I don't hate I don't hate what he quit for or nothing like that. Right. If he feels like he was disrespected, I'm behind him a hundred percent. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But uh these things don't help the situation at all, really. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people had rumors that he suffered from mental health issues. Yeah. Uh he did confirm that he does suffer from anxiety and depression. And I understand if something triggers you, dog, and you go off, and sometimes in the heat of the moment, you get mad and can't help what you say. And I understand those situations, but um, I think it could have been resolved differently. I mean, it pretty much was resolved before he said anything. I mean, they took the T-shirt down, and it didn't sell any. You know? Yeah, but the fact that they put it up to begin with is what his problem was. Right. Was that it didn't get caught in the beginning. Um, that's the way that they look at him. Let's not let's not beat around the bush and say WWE hasn't done some racist things. They have. True. You know what I'm saying? Vince is like a hundred years old. Mm-hmm. We understand that times change and sometimes people don't. Like but you- at the same time, he was in a good position. Yeah, I let's get not that. stunt and say that they weren't giving him a push. I mean, he had a championship match his fourth week or fifth week there. Yeah, you know, I understand that and everything. You know, I watched that Twitter thing, and you know, it, it was kind the of live like, Q&A. Yeah, the live Q and A. Yeah, the live Q and A. Yeah, it left some things still, you know, open. You know? Yeah, it does. It leaves some things open for discussion because people were asking him about his situation with Ring of Honor and Jay Lethal. He didn't want to elaborate on that. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he didn't want to throw any more dirt on Jay Lethal's name than he already has. To be fair, he already threw a lot on there. Yeah, he know? did. He did. And if he's doing it for the culture, Jay Lethal is part of our culture, dog. He's a black man just like the rest of us, and he should be more careful about well, what he says. That's where he got me. You know, like, that's where, you know, he kind of lost my vote a little, as they say. You know, if you're doing it for the culture, then do it for the culture, you know? Don't single, you know, somebody out who's in this culture jumping the same hurdles that you are. Yeah, because Jay Lethal worked hard to get to where he is. And he's been through some shit to do what he's did in this business. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a personal issue. Yeah. You know, they got something going on. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm kind of glad he didn't yeah. take the bait. Right, you know, he didn't say what it is. He never said where else he was going. He didn't say that he was going to be back in WWE. He said it had some something to do with legal issues. So he didn't really elaborate on a whole lot, but he answered some of the questions. Yeah. He kind of elaborated on his problem with the WWE and what's going on there. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then it was a bunch of anime shit and... Favorite finishers and all that stuff, which he said is the brain buster. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I'm 
I'm hoping Jordan Miles can come out of this, dude, because I I love watching him wrestle. Yeah, I mean, he's good in the ring, but... He was one of my favorites in Ring of Honor because basically because of his moveset. This guy can do some things, dog. Like that flash kick, that fucking uh, midnight star or whatever he calls his 450. I honestly like, don't see dope. a lot of uh, promotions that will be too eager to work, to work, work with, with him after this. I hope so because you know? st- I still want to see him. Because, you know, yeah, it was a... Uh, yeah, the design was racist and everything, but he also flew off the handle. That design, though. Well, I'm. I don't really. We don't really know the ins and outs of the deal for the shirt to end up where it ended up. I mean, they said he uh, he, he my gave whole, the green light on my it. My whole thing is if, and that's why you nobody know, was able to buy that shirt before he posted I, it. You know, they said he gave the green light on it. And, you know, that's why some of his story, you know, doesn't hold much water. Because right. he did give the green light on it. At least that's what they say. You know, I understand you didn't see it on a black shirt. But, you know, yeah, still. Yeah, that's the whole. I mean, I don't. Maybe he approved it before he was able to see the color of the designs. I they. The story that's going around is that he was approved on like a gray shirt or something. Or maybe he just saw the graphic, you know, the smile with his name in it. Right. And then when they put the colors on the shirt, he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. You never know what the real story is. All we know is Jordan Miles' side, which is what he said. Mm -hmm. We know WWE's side, which is what they said. And then the story that we'll never know is the truth of what really happened. Right, you know, because we don't really have... We're not a fly on the wall. We right. can't see what everybody was saying. So I'm just hoping that Jordan Miles can come out of this thing. Yeah, he says too. don't call him that anymore. So I'm going to respect his wishes. And I hope Super ACH can come out of this. Yeah, because he's talented. Him. He is. He is very talented, and I definitely want to see him. And I, I hope that we this... obviously don't want to see people squares. Be but I can him. tell you one person that came out squeaky out of this whole prospect thing, and that's Cameron Grimes, aka Trevor Lee. That guy has been blazing in NXT. He's been having seven second matches, finishing shit so fast, and coming see. in and out of this thing. Yeah, <coughs> but, I noticed that. Yeah. What do you think about him? Uh, I've never really been that big of a Cameron Grimes fan, at least not wrestling wise. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw him in Impact. He's a multiple time X Division champion. Mm-hmm. Oh, he held the tag titles for a few uh, for a few days or so. It was just one of those guys. You know, I just never really was that radar. big of a fan of. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I knew who he was. I yeah. just never really uh, enjoyed his wrestling style. Well, I I love the way he kind of changed things up to like this kind of cowboyish. I'm getting where he's coming from now. Yeah, you know, and you know, uh, but it could grow um, on me. I wanted to, to say. you know, we don't have a lot of time. I wanted to keep elaborating on Takeover. Okay. Um, this rivalry, dog, between Pete Dunne, uh, uh. I will keep wanting to call him Punishment Martinez. uh, Yeah, Damian Priest and uh, Killian Dane. Mm -hmm. 
my God, dude, you don't you don't feel that building? I'm this, I hope that this eventually leads to a triple threat match between the three of them. No disqualification. It's got to after what happened at NXT. that would be killer. That would be killer. It's got to be after what happened in NXT. That thing was crazy. And the last man standing was Damian Priest. Yeah, Damian Priest and uh, Killian Dan are so hardcore. And Pete Dunne with the things he could do to your body, man, is just... He's, Bend your fingers in all different types of ways. Yeah. Joint manipulation. He's like on a, a human, big guy, that's really bad for your a, elbows, bro. He's like a human torture machine. I'm really digging this rivalry. That triple threat match would be dope. I am super excited about this. I'm hoping that it's going to be a triple threat. And this multiple man thing has been like really, really popping right now in WWE. There's a lot of choosing sides and who you're going to go against or whatever. So... Um, let's get to Undisputed Era because they've been fucking running around like crazy. Adam Cole has had three matches in the past week. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, him and Daniel Bryan put on a fucking show. That was a great match. One that I couldn't wait to see. And it's two people that I think he's never been in the ring with, which is Daniel Bryan and Seth Rollins. And they're great matches right now. I want to bring up this point to you. Okay, with the NXT title being on the line, you know, did it kind of already spoil it because we knew he wasn't going to drop the NXT title, even one of those guys? I think you know? it kind of made it because with the promo that they cut in the beginning with Daniel Bryan saying, well, if you're going to come up here, then you might as well put that title on the line. It kind of made it where... Would Daniel Bryan go to NXT? I mean... Well, it really did it with Seth Rollins, but with Daniel Bryan, it was kind of a spoiler. But with Seth Rollins, it really seemed like when he was like, I don't know where I'm going from here, seemed like he could go back down to NXT. I highly doubt that he would have. I you know, I think it kind of, you know, spoiled... It didn't exactly spoil the matches, but, you know, it kind of spoiled the ending for me. Yeah, I get what and, you mean. you know... Maybe a little less excited to see these matches instead of them just having matches. Instead of them just having matches based on their name, right? You know, he could have just went up there and had not put the title on the line, and then you know nobody would have been able to call it, and yeah. that would have been good. You know, if he would have beat them without the title being on the line. That would have been more... Like, that would have been the shock factor, is what I'm trying to say. That would have been the rub that you needed. Oh, my goodness. He just beat beat Daniel Bryan and Seth Rollins. Right, right, It would have been more shocking. And it would have kind of put his name up higher, because that rub would have been just a little bit harder off of a person. Like, beating a a name like Daniel Bryan is big in his own Mm -hmm. without you having to have... The scrutiny of the title being on the yeah, line. Yeah, they didn't really need the title on the line. Yeah, I get what you're saying, and I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. That is 100% correct. Wow. You should not uh, need a title to have a big-name match. It's kind of how I feel about the Nate Diaz and... Jorge Masvidal fighting the UFC. They put this fake title, this BMF title, the baddest motherfucker. They put this fake title on there just to have a title for a card when the names would have sold it alone. Mm-hmm. So Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan alone would have been like, oh my God, you mean we're going to get Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan for the first time ever? Right. 
who's gonna fucking win this? And then when they go for the NXT title, you go, oh. Yeah, you know, you kind of see it coming. Yeah, you go, oh, well, we know who's gonna win. <laughs> but now I'm just watching it for the match. Right. To you see know, because match. both matches are pretty great. Yeah. But by them putting the time, I think it did better for Seth Rollins because they had more time to uh, develop the story of what they were doing it for. Right, right. Than they did with Daniel Bryan. I get with what Daniel Bryan, it was on the fly. Mm-hmm. They flew from uh, Florida or wherever they were at uh, to go to wherever SmackDown was at. And they had to develop this show in less than two hours. Right. Everybody's putting on their gear in the on the airplane, and you know, and when they invaded SmackDown, that was the most exciting SmackDown we've had since the premiere. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, in my opinion, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. We had Bianca Belair beating up Candice LeRae and Dana Brooke. We had Tommaso Ciampa versus The Miz, which was overlooked highly. Mm-hmm. Because that match was incredible to me. Yeah, people hate to give the Miz credit for anything, but he put on a good one there. Not only was the, the match incredible, but the promo beforehand set it up perfectly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorites. I like the Miz. We had Shayna Baszler beating up Sasha Banks, Nikki Cross, and Bailey. Yep. We have, like, this SmackDown was incredible. We had Adam Cole... We had Rhea Ripley and Tegan Knox versus uh, Fire and Desire. Yeah, it was a great show. It definitely was. Incredible show. Then at the end, NXT standing tall in the middle of the ring. Triple H gets All a big speech. off of the fly, which should teach WWE a lesson. You don't have to plan, like, everything out. Like, some things work better on the fly. I think that this is, a, as they say, a lucky instance. Like, that could not have uh, worked out better if they had planned it that way. And I no. doubt it would work out that well again. If in they the did plan it. And then uh, come to Raw, and it's the same thing. NXT takes over Raw. So going into Survivor Series, NXT is looking big. And then this week come along, and the tide changes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, this week on NXT... Uh, Aaliyah gets injured. Boom. Zia Lee kicks her in the nose. Yep. Crazy. Um, then Mia Yim gets injured by Io Shirai. She gets a ladder kicked into her face. Boom. Busted nose everywhere. That was crazy to me. And I think this match, like, put Mia Yim over so hard. Because for some reason... People really love to see somebody get hurt and keep going because that will and heart just pushes them along. By the end of this match, people were all invested in Mia Yim. And then she took a a big spill off the ladder because Kaylee Ray debuted. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? In NXT, and she shows that she's the final member of Shayna Baszler's team for War Games, which makes War Games so exciting right now. Definitely looking forward to it. And then, boom, Bailey shows up. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, that was the first really big strike uh, made by the made by the main roster. You know, before that, you know, they're all just getting beat down. No, I think the OC had the first strike. Yeah. When they took out the undisputed era, at least for the women, anyway. Yeah, for the women, Bailey shows up. 
first off, remember, on the outside, you see Rhea Ripley taken out. You see Tegan Knox taken out. Mm-hmm. And then they cut to another scene, and you see Candice LeRae, and you see both of the other horsewomen, Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke, both taken out. And you're like, what the hell is going on? You know somebody's attacking, but we don't know who. Then Bailey shows up. Yep. And takes out Shayna Baszler. And then Shayna Baszler, like, I love this new move that Bailey's using with this uh, headlock driver, this arm twist headlock driver. Yeah, I like that move too. You know, it's, it fits a more heel character. You know, it looks more impactful. Yeah, it does. It looks more impactful. It's uh, more of a, a finish mm-hmm. than just a regular move. Right, right. You know, and it I'm looks really more impactful. It. Um, and then, uh, so at crown jewel, Bray Wyatt won the universal title. Mm -hmm. Um, so the universal title gets moved to SmackDown. Brock Lesnar retains the universal title, but actually let's get into Brock first because this is crazy to me, and no one is talking about it. Okay. Oh, Brock, Brock Lesnar. No, Brock Lesnar retains the universal title. Rey Mysterio takes him out. The WWE title. Well, yeah, the WWE title. Brock Lesnar retains. Rey Mysterio takes him out. Brock goes on SmackDown, says, Y'all won't bring Rey to me. I'm coming to Rey. I quit SmackDown. I'm going to Raw. Goes to Raw. Beats up a bunch of people looking for Ray, and what happened? Ray takes him out again. I cannot say that I'm looking forward to this match. Are you kidding me? Like, as a wrestling match, I'm not really looking forward to it, but the build-up to this match has been on point, though. Like, you would actually believe in Ray Mysterio stands a chance right now. I am believing right now because, okay... I know they faced off back in the day, but I can't remember when. It was like 2003, 2004. And I don't know how fast Brock beat his ass. I, re- like I, re- Ray- I j- only thing I remember is Ray being on a stretcher and Brock slamming him into the ring post. Um, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, like, like Ray got in a few good shots back then. You know, it was just fast forward to now and... Hell, I don't, I don't know if Brock would be willing to play ball with Ray. You know, when, Ray's a whole lot older than he was no, back then. You got to remember, Ray Mysterio's down. one of the one of the few people left that Brock, had, like, kind of grew in the game with. Mm-hmm. And Ray was a veteran back when Brock was still a, you know, fresh in the game. Right. Who else would Brock respect other than Ray Mysterio? Yeah, you got a point there, Art. Everybody respects Rey Mysterio. Brock's took more shots from Rey Mysterio than he's taken from his last six opponents combined. Yeah. You know what I mean? Rey came in on Raw, and when's the last time you seen Brock limping out? Yeah, I get what you're saying, Art. You know, it just... I think that the match... You know, I don't really know, know what to make of this match because... We all know how Brock is, and you know Ray yeah. is, and he doesn't move as fast as he used to move, though. Art, you know, I'm not saying that the buildup was, you know, bad, because like I said, the buildup was on point. What I'm saying is, you know, the match might not be very pretty. So you're you're saying like uh, 
just because we're hyped to see it, it might let us down. Don't, just a don't little. get your hopes up. Right, just just a little. It's don't come in there Brock expecting Lesnar. a great match. <laughs> I do, though. I, for some reason, I think that Brock's going to have the type of match with Rey Mysterio that he had with, like, a Daniel Bryan. Like, I can feel it coming. He's going to dominate a little bit. But Ray's going to somehow make you believe that he can actually win this thing. Not saying he's going to win the title from Mm -hmm. Brock because we know that what's better for business is if Brock Lesnar stays champion. Mm -hmm. But if Ray can make me believe in the middle of this match that it's going to happen the way that fly kicks made you believe that they were going to win the title. I don't know why I even got so freaking invested in that match. I knew what was going to happen. I'm just saying, that's what I want to feel when Ray fights Brock. You want to feel disappointed? No, I want to feel that Ray could actually win this thing. Because that's what happened to me. I was disappointed. <laughs> I'm still upset about that. I'm just saying, I, that's what we want to feel though, right? Yeah. Am I right? You want to feel... Yeah, I get what you're saying. You know, you want to uh, feel that Ray has a fighting chance, you know, and you want to feel because that that's what I feel right match. now. Yeah, nobody's taken out Brock since the lead for the lead up of their match, except Cain Velasquez, and he didn't take him out. Brock just retreated. And to be honest, I'm probably not giving Ray Mysterio enough credit for his in-ring work. I mean, he hasn't slowed down that much. You know, he no. can still put on good matches. The matches between him and Andrade have been the best wrestling matches on TV. But Brock Lesnar's not Andrade, though, Arch. That, But Brock Lesnar's Brock Lesnar, Matt. Yeah, I know who Brock Lesnar is. All right, then. <laughs> Quit discounting Brock Lesnar because Brock... Always gives you something. All right, all right. I'm looking forward to this match too. Now, <laughs> you, know, you kind of convinced me here. Now, you, know, you 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 make me give Ray hope. I mean, Ray taking out Brock with the leg pipe and his leg. He attacked specifically his leg. Right. How do you take down a beast? You can't fight you if for you the can't legs, walk. Right. You can't fight if you can't walk. Yeah, I definitely get that. You know, and he is one of the first people I've seen, you know, actually target one of Brock Lesnar's legs. Exactly. One of his limbs. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And and Brock is really good at selling that type of thing because when AJ Styles targeted his leg with the calf crusher and Brock Brock limped for the rest of the match. For the rest of the match. Brock's really good at that. Like, Mm -hmm. you guys have to give Brock his credit. Start giving that man his roses. I do give Brock credit. I just don't know. It's kind of a little bit of a mismatch for me, you know? I get that styles. But like they said, Brock always has had problems with lighter fighters, lighter wrestlers, as I always point out. AJ Styles, Seth Daniel Rollins, Bryan, Daniel Ben yeah, Failure. I understand what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Seth, Seth Rollins. Man, man. It's just one of those things. Seth and I'm Seth. excited for this match. All right. Now, the sleeper match. Let's talk about that one, which is Roderick Strong, AJ Styles, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Sleeper this. match. This is going to be the show stealer. I'm expecting this match to be the best one on the card. Are you? I am. Like, I'm three. Not. Work horses in there, and this is going to be barn burner, man. I'm just, I cannot wait for this one. This I, is, I hope Roddy wins, but I got AJ for the win, though. Like, yeah. in my heart, I want a Roddy, but in my mind, says AJ Styles for you, a win. See, my heart is saying AJ. 
But my mind is saying Shinsuke. My WWE mind is saying Shinsuke. Are you sure about that, Art? I'm going to tell you the two reasons why. Tell Number me why. one, the Intercontinental title is probably a little bit more prestigious than the United States and the North American. Because the United States was built in WCW and the North American title was brand new. So they will want the more prestigious title to win that fight. Uh, the second reason is Sami Zayn. You With think so? Sami Zayn being in Shinsuke's corner, he's going to cause some type of mishap for Shinsuke to pull it off. But Roderick Song will probably have a member or two of the Undisputed Era out there. All AJ of them Styles have matches. Those, oh, yeah, you're right. All of them have matches, so they probably won't be out there. AJ the OC. OC. Yeah, that's true. Like, in my opinion, you know, Nakamura, you know, he hasn't, uh, you know, he hasn't been making any noise lately, has he? Well, as like, far as... Like, Survivor Series is coming up, and he hasn't really been him or Sammy, really, has he? Well, they've been in the Daniel Bryan thing with The Fiend, and we'll talk about that. Hello, you're defending the Intercontinental title. You're the spokesperson for the Intercontinental champion. Let's yep. see some... He is the one that's supposed to be... Uh, representing SmackDown as far like, as the mid card titles go. Let's see some, you know, enthusiasm. Let's see some. I'm gonna win this. Let's, let's see, see you something. attack somebody. Let's see something, Shinsuke. Something. And he hasn't really shown anything in the past couple weeks to say that he, I'm here. Like, I'm the dominant Survivor one. Survivor Series starting, but AJ Styles has exactly, which is why I think that either AJ or Roddy should win this match. Yeah, that I get you know? what you're saying, but. Nakamura didn't put any of the My work wrestling mind says Shinsuke because he has been out of harm's way. Nobody's touched him. Nobody's thought about he him. He hasn't touched anybody else either. But Sami Zayn is in his corner and he's more of a prominent, you know, outside figure. But uh, speaking of the Undisputed Era and all that, Roddy Nim, so the tag team. So do we have to talk about this? We one, do Art? because the. Revival lost the tag team titles to no! the New Day. I fucking hate it! <laughs> the, they lost the tag team titles to the New Day on SmackDown, and the New Day replaced the Revival in the match against uh, the Viking Raiders and the Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. I hate this place. You say, I hate it here. I hate it here. <laughs> Like, man, I was looking forward to this match. Why do y'all got to muck something up? Why? I don't know. Because really, there was, I mean, I get that they wanted to go with the bigger name. Because the, let's, let's Unless they give somebody else a chance to shine. Let's then, be honest. The New Day is always going to be the biggest name. is the bigger name. They're always going to be the bigger name unless they give somebody else a chance. They don't give nobody else a chance. Matt, clap for your seven I will not. World champions. not clap. the power. Because this is bogus. They never give anybody else a chance. Yes, they do. No, they don't. I mean... I don't know if the revival would have had a better match. They would have. 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 They <laughs> would have. You're adamant about this. They too. would have. Okay. I don't uh, I'm not saying they would or wouldn't, but you kind of do want to go with the bigger name. Kofi. So. Kofi shouldn't even be in a damn tag team division right now. He should be probably fighting for number one contendership. But he's not. 
But, I mean, do you really want to see Kofi versus The Fiend? I'd rather see Kofi versus The Fiend than to see another New Day tag team title reign, Art. To be completely honest with you. But with you. Xavier Woods being hurt. Pushed Big E off by himself, too. And let's talk about that because Corey Graves said he thinks that Big E is ready for a single run. I agree with him. So drop the pancakes and the happy yes. face. I think he can remain happy and still have a singles run. Okay, fine. You don't need you don't need uh you you don't need to go heal Biggie. Just just go on your own, man. Be solo for a little while. Well, they're got they're gonna have a tag match, so who do you have in this tag team? The Undisputed Era. Roddy and uh the not Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, man. Red Dragon all the way. I don't know. I think the War Raiders are gonna pull this one I off. I don't know, Art. I mean, if the Undisputed Era can pull it off and win all the matches that they're in, that will give NXT a leg up when it comes to brand supremacy. Hell, what is Adam Cole doing at Survivor Series? He's not even at Survivor Series yet, is he? We don't even know. Maybe he's going to be the team captain of the five-on-five. Like, I would imagine so. If he comes out of War Games uninjured. Yeah. We have to see what the fallout from War Games is. You need to just tell us who's going to be in it. That's a problem with having... See these guessing games. That's the problem with having uh, NXT pay-per-view right before you have a WWE pay-per-view. You don't know what the outcome or who's going to get hurt or what's going to happen. But most of the time, the the, the NXT people lay on the the WWE pay-per-view, the the main roster pay-per-view. But the people that show up on the main roster pay-per-view are the ones that, uh, like Sami Zayn when he showed up, Kevin Owens when he showed up. Like that's once in a lifetime. I mean, not once in a lifetime, that's once in a blue moon, Art. Yeah, the Royal Rumble... Yeah, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania. And they're not not doing that much. You know what I mean? It's always in a multiple man match. Yeah, but this is the first time that they're actually really involved, though. I'll I'll definitely admit that. All right, um, let's jump promotions before our time run out. Um, Sammy Callahan's been celebrating all fucking week, <laughs> drinking beer like we're old man. He said he doesn't have a little bit of the bubbly. As he should, as you know he what I'm should. Saying? Sammy Callahan's been celebrating. He's the new Love world Sammy. champion. Um, he had a tag match. Him and um, Fulton. Sorry, Fulton. So, yeah. Uh, I, don't I guess know if his they name is Killer, Killer Fulton. Fulton or something like that. We'll just call him Fulton. Yeah, versus Tessa Blanchard. And um, her tag partner was, I want to say, Tommy Dreamer. Dog, how do you not know? I just watched the shit like five minutes ago. Oh. But anyway, um, uh, they... OVE wins, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Cage comes out. They're going to have an eight-man ma- uh, eight elimination match to see who's the number one contender. It's going to be Moose, Tessa Blanchard, Brian Cage. Uh, it's going to be... Um, well, I want It's six-man. Six-man and... Well, can't say man because it's a woman in there. It's what I was saying. Is Tessa Blanchard in this match? Because Tessa has, Blanchard is in the match. It's a person that are six, six person, person elimination match. Where'd you get eight? <laughs> because TNA Impact has been all over the place, but there are some good storylines because Rich Swan is now vying for the title. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Tessa Blanchard's always been in um in his face, in the oh, champ's face. Blanchard. Yeah, Sammy Callahan. I'm looking forward to this feud though for the title, you know, Tessa Blanchard and Sammy Callahan, you know. I think that uh Tessa should be the person to take it off of him. Like they work well together. And that wouldn't make huge waves if Tessa Blanchard should win the Impact Heavyweight title. I don't want Sammy Callahan to win to lose it so fast. It doesn't have to be a long reign. Now, I I don't really like watching him work in the ring. I mean, Tessa Blanchard ring. doesn't have to be a long reign. Why not? Sammy Callahan is good in the Sammy ring. Sammy Callahan is disgusting in the ring. Well, he's a, he's he a heel. He spits a lot. He's a heel artist. It's nasty. He spits a lot. This is, this is heel work he's artist. Disgusting. It's nasty. It's that ugly. That thing where he spits in the air and catches it in his mouth. Oh, this is heel work art. It's nasty. It's <laughs> gross sometimes. <laughs> what do you want from gross. me? I mean, but he does have great heel work because he does things like the eye gouge. Yeah. He does things the like, driver. you know, the scratching on the back and the ropes mm-hmm. rubbing your eyes across the ropes. Mm-hmm. He does all these dirty tactics. Sammy's an A1 heel art. Not to mention that he won the match by pinning Tessa Blanchard. <laughs> Yeah, well, they don't play by uh, by different rules with her art as they shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. And I'm happy to see where she's at. You know what I'm saying? Um, Taya Valkyrie's gone on like 380 days as champ. Love Taya. She's awesome. Her and Johnny are my favorite wrestling couple. Um, the X Division title. Um, they're gonna have. Uh, Ace Ace Austin is the champion. Mm-hmm. Um, Dez from the yeah. Rascals. Yeah, he's the one that's gonna get the title shot because he won be the match. match. That um, should be a good his match. His mom was in the audience, <laughs> of course. Kisses him on the forehead, and Ace Austin's looking at his mom like, "Yeah, let me get some of that." <laughs> <laughs> so he's always going after some a lady in your family, mm-hmm. and I really like this angle. Yeah, me too. RVD's returning next week. Looking uh, forward to that. Him, the girl he's been with, Katie Forbes. I believe that's his wife. Okay, she's coming back with him. He's going to show up next week. It's going to be awesome. Um, watch out for Impact. Okay, um, AEW, dog, has been on fire. It's really Full good. gear was off the chain. Um, they had... Let's talk about the match between Moxley and Kenny Omega because there's been a lot of talk about this. Um, I watched the match on Facebook. It was as brutal as they said it was. That match was pretty brutal, Um, definitely. Glass, barbed wire, chairs. They pulled the mat apart. uh, Wood. He's DDTing motherfuckers on wood. Concrete. Uh... Everything you could imagine in a hardcore match. A lot of people said it was it went too far. A lot of people said um, Moxley is boring without being hardcore. I would not Thoughts say on that. that. Like Moxley, he can get it done in the ring. You know, he's a good wrestler. You know, he's just he's hardcore even when he's not trying. When even even when he doesn't have wrestlers, you know, he's one of them brawler guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I could I can I dig that. I mean, if he was boring without weapons, he wouldn't have been champion WWE. All right, yeah, I dig that. He's one of them brawler guys. I understand that. But uh, one person whose opinion on this match really should be taken into consideration would be Renee Young's mm-hmm. Like Renee Young with the Twitter and says, you know, she didn't like it and everything. 
You know, and a lot of people have been saying, you know, uh, this is what Boxley does. Oh, you know, uh, oh, she Fucking shouldn't. Marks, man. She shouldn't, you know, be so worried about him. You know, Fucking don't try Marks. to. You know, don't just press your Mark's concern, drive me whatever. Mark's fucking drive me crazy. The like, reason, she shouldn't be concerned about it, her husband or something. The reason it drives me crazy is because, like you just said, that's her fucking husband. You think he didn't fucking talk to her about the shit that he was going to do before it fucking happened? Like, come on, guys. He, he, that's his wife. I mean, she. He saw her before he probably fucking did the match. Now, the point being here, Art, that, you know, I She's mean, gonna be concerned. This is why, right? It's just like, can you imagine someone? If you, you go love, home and tell your girlfriend or wife, "Babe, I'm gonna go jump these twelve bottles on this skateboard on a ramp." It's not as bad as getting suplexed in the barbed wire, but your wife's gonna be like, "Why the fuck are you gonna go jump twelve bottles on a ramp? Mm-hmm. You're gonna hurt yourself, stupid!" Right, right. He's in a living where he hurts himself for a living. Yeah, but he does go I'm sure he, though. I'm sure he probably didn't tell her, babe, I'm going to do barbed wire and glass. Of course he's going to skip by that, but he's going to be like, babe, I'm going to go do some dangerous shit. I mean, even if he didn't tell her, you know, everything that's going to happen, you know, the whole Lights she's, Out match should have been a... Uh, she's going to be concerned, regardless of what he does. When he have a regular match, she's concerned. When he has a hardcore match, But she's I don't concerned. think she'd be as concerned as... With a regular match as she would with the hardcore matches. She has every right to be. Yeah, she does. That's his wife. Right. That's what I'm saying. No matter what, she's going to be concerned, guys. Right. Whether she goes to Twitter and expresses it or not, you guys should automatically know. Renee Young is not going to like this. Hell, every every wrestler who uh, who has a spouse who's not a wrestler, you know, they're probably all concerned. As a fan, I'm concerned. Right. As fans, we're concerned. Like, these people actually love these people. Like, they're married to these people. Exactly. You know? We're, we Spouses and everything. We don't want to see anybody injured. Like, it's killing me right now, all the people that's on the injured list. Right. Samoa Joe, Xavier Woods. Like, all these guys that are out. Shit, we want to see them, too. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, one more thing before we go. Uh, Chris Jericho on that promo. <laughs> it was hilarious. That was a great entertaining promo, but it's a replay. It's deja vu. You really, you really gonna compare them to Jericho and Owens? Same thing. When they were like, "I'll tell you who the biggest jackass is, Cody Rhodes." Don't you remember the exact line when they said, "Roman Reigns"? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And then they hugged each other. It's deja vu for me, and I'm like, hey, "Wait a minute, I lived through this already." <laughs> but the question is. The way that Jericho overshined Kevin Owens, is he going to do the same thing to uh, to MJF, or is <laughs> or is the, or is MJF going to overshine Jericho? I highly doubt MJF will overshine Chris Jericho. Like MJF, you know, uh, I'm excited to see him back as a heel. You know, because I couldn't imagine a face MJF. They call him the salt of the earth for a reason. Right. You know, but I think he's got better mic skills than Kevin Owens. Okay. Like, he might be able to hold his own, you know, better with, you know, Jericho than Owens did. Right. One more thing. Um, Jericho being a double champ. It didn't happen. He didn't. Uh, ret- he didn't. They had a tag team match, t- tag team title match against it's SCU. Right. And SCU 
end up retaining. Um, do you think that's the best thing for AEW? Yes. I think SCU is uh, running with the titles right now. You know, because you were all Lucha Bros before. Well, eventually the Lucha Bros is going to be want to take them off of them, not Jericho and Sammy Guevara. <laughs> Just saying. All right. Um, tell them where to reach you, Gunner. Uh, Matt Lindsay six seventy seven on Instagram. I finally memorized my Instagram handle. Matt Lindsay on <laughs> Facebook. Uh, Art Dog twenty six. I mean, Art Dog one on Instagram. Art Dog. Three on Twitter and Arthur Quinn on Facebook. Sons of Legends 21 at gmail.com. You guys already know the deal. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the Sons of Legends. Uh, we'll be back to you guys next week. Can't wait. We will not take next week off. Nope, it's we'll be promise. here. We'll be here. All right, guys. Holla back. See ya.